Oh, no one ever thinks about the crew below the decks. They're drinking and they're partying and having lots of sex. They cook and clean and serve the rich with a smile all day. But when the richies leave the ship, the yachties get to play. Yo, 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 yo. We're heading up the gangplank and going down below. Before we dip our toe in the med, just a quick word from our sponsor. And while you're listening, maybe you could leave us a rating or a review on whatever platform you listen to our podcast on. We appreciate you. Thanks. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey guys, welcome back to another hurricane edition of Gangplank Report. We are recording this well in advance because I am in Tampa Bay and we have Hurricane Ian headed directly at us. So we wanted to make sure that we got this one in the bank before maybe I lose power. So if you're following me on Twitter, I will be posting as much as I can about it just to keep everybody updated, but hopefully we will be in the clear. In the meantime... We are discussing Below Deck Mediterranean episode 13. I can't believe we're already on 13. And they called it Charter with Destiny, which we're just going to keep that name because actually I like Destiny. I thought she was great. I did too. And here is Jen for your rapid recap. Jason sticks with not wanting to be there. So Sandy asks him to hang around for this charter while she finds a replacement. Dave is worried about being able to deliver on the new guest preferences because with such a short charter, there's no room for error. The guests have great energy and great expectations. With Jason leaving, Storm really wants to name a lead deckhand before the new decky arrives and he's chosen Courtney. Meanwhile, Jason is being the guy on his last day that we enjoyed at the beginning. Musical guest Destiny arrives and has more sound equipment than the guests have luggage. Kyle misunderstood the surf and turf assignment and accidentally created another course for Dave. Destiny's performance creates a memorable moment for the guests, but Natalia isn't happy after when she's left alone to help Z with the equipment. Kyle and Tosh are both fed up with Nat's attitude. Interestingly, the guests are in bed by 1.45 and Kyle was done by 2.35 a.m. So I guess there is enough time to clean the pantry. Due to weather, they stay at anchor and the guests depart by tender and give a generous $14,000 tip for one night. As someone who's not even a fan, I can still say Tosh deserves better than her boyfriend. On the night out, Storm decides to make Courtney lead. Z looks crushed and Nat tears into Storm for ruining the vibe. And that's your rapid recap. Awesome. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I just want to say about these guests, I mean, we have seen a lot of groups of all girls and most of them I'm with you on. I'm just not a huge fan. 
Mm-hmm. These guys looked like so much fun. Yeah, I really like them a lot. No drama, mm-hmm. having a good time, exactly how I would want one of my girls' trips to go off. Exactly. Mm-hmm. This is what I picture when I think of a girl's trip, how we talked about it before, what I picture in my head never manifests. This is it in manifestation. This is what I want to see. And this is what I never seem to get. And this time I got it. Yeah, I agree. They were lovely. I have nothing bad to say whatsoever. They were appreciative of the food. They loved the service. No complaints. I think they were wonderful. Mm -hmm. And the fact that one of them knew this musician was pretty cool too, because that's something that we we've seen like a steel drum band before. Right. We've seen a local band before, but someone who's a real vocal artist, we haven't. And I thought that that was really cool. I thought her voice was stunning. I had never heard of her, but I Googled her afterwards. Mm -hmm. I thought she was great. Yeah. I thought that was really very cool. And it was kind of a fun way to end such a quick charter. I think the crew for the fact that it was, what, one night? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Got a $20,000 tip. That's insane. Well, it's 14. Yeah. But still for one night, normally they're two night, three days. And if you double that, that would be 28. So technically they tipped more than Billy did. Mm. If you do it like a per diem. True. But yeah, I thought they were great. I hated that they were only there one day. I don't know if it was just because of the beach day off or if they had transit problems. That just seems odd to me. I mean, are we going to get day charters next? Right. (laughs) God, I hope we're not doing Miami day charters. I'll have too much PTSD. I've heard so many stories. (laughs) I kind of want to see it in action, but in a masochistic kind of way. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, to tell you, I'm thrilled with these guests. Not so much with this crew. Yeah. Not so much. I was surprised. I actually really liked Jason this episode. After Sandy just said, hey, you've always been respectful to me. Can you stick around? And he said, well, I'm at the low end of my capacity, but I will do my best. And he really was pleasant. I thought he was doing great. He even gave Storm a little nickname and was calling him Stormo. If we had had this Jason the whole time, I wouldn't have any problems with him. Maybe it's just because he's letting go of his ego because he's on his way out. Yeah. And that's really what it came down to is that he needed to be reminded that this isn't about him. I don't know. I'm uncertain. I was just as shocked as you were. And Mm -hmm. he was tolerable. Yeah. Even somewhat enjoyable. Right. I think when you're short timing and you know that the end is in sight, you're just happier and more relieved. So maybe that's what it was. That makes sense. I've been there. Yep. Interesting. But yeah, I mean, beyond that, for him to volunteer to help here and do this and do that, like I thought it was, he's probably just like, you know what? This is the lesser of all the evils. I'll just hang back, do my thing and get out of here. Right. What's the point in causing more friction for myself? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I thought it went really well. What did not go very well Mm -hmm. was Stormo getting a little inebriated at dinner and (laughs) delivering his lead deckhand spiel. Yeah, I think it's because it got brought up as a topic and he and Z have been friends forever. And I really think that he thought if he blew it off or didn't address it, it would be akin to lying. Is that the vibe you got? Yeah, but I feel like pull him aside before the night out. Yeah. Before the alcohol is a factor. Yeah. Because then it just seems somewhat insincere and like he's just trying to like get it over with to get it over with as opposed to being thoughtful about the conversation. 
Mm-hmm. And even though Courtney was excited, she was also stifling that a little bit because she saw that he was drunk. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know if I should trust this. She even said that. Yeah. Yeah. I felt awful for Z, though. I was crushed when I saw his confessional because in the moment he was just like, you don't need to explain anything. No explanation necessary. It's all good. So I thought it was all good. And then I saw the confessional and I saw his face back at the table and I'm like, it's not all good. He's really hurt by this. Well, and understandably so. However, it's not like he got beat out by Jason. Mm -hmm. True. You know, he knows that Courtney's working her tail off. Yeah. So for me, either one of them would have been a good pick. Mm -hmm. I think he thinks he knows Z better and Z would probably handle it okay. To him, Courtney is an unknown factor still. Right. And for what it's worth, it's temporary. They're only on the boat for another couple weeks. So Exactly. True. In the grand scheme of things, what does it really matter? Right. But yeah, I get it. I get his disappointment. Yeah. So this whole Natasha with the boyfriend thing. First of all, I can't handle her fake crying. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm struggling with listening to her speak at all is where I'm at with her. (laughs) just mute it when she's on generally that's when i go get a drink or a snack or something i can't she just bothers me i don't think she's capable of telling the truth either that or she's so delusional that she doesn't know the truth i think she's smarter than we give her credit for i think she's just manipulative yeah i have lost all sympathy for her what little i did have is gone i don't have any because even last week at the beach party She had to make everything be about her and she was the victim again. And now this time it's the boyfriend. And have you noticed they're really kind of only showing us what he says? Yeah. Which makes me wonder, okay, is she ghosting him the way she ghosted Dave? Or are they just trying to make her look more sympathetic? I mean, I don't know how, because we can read between the lines. (laughs) I don't. Yeah, Yeah. it's not going to work. No, they can try as hard as they want to. It's not going to work. Right. The one place that I sympathize with them on was I'm not digging Nat's attitude right now. I think she's a little too aggressive about everything. And when everything's a big deal, nothing's a big deal. It makes me tune her out like Charlie Brown's teacher, like wah, 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 wah. Okay. What are you griping about now? Well, not only that, but especially with Storm, she's getting upset with him when he's not making everything about her. And then when he makes everything about her, she gets upset about that. Mm -hmm. And then he does the adverse and talks about some other situation when they're on a night off. And then she gets upset about that. Like, choose a hill to die on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can't have it every way. And she's not being clear about her communication with him. Yeah. I mean, we've seen a few moments of sobriety and clarity between them, but- Every single time they go out, she's got some kind of an issue. He wants to dote on her and then she gets upset about it. Mm -hmm. He wants to talk about work and then she gets upset about it. Right. It's almost like the man can't win. I understand why he got up and walked away from the table. Yeah. Because I just thought her attitude was intolerable. And for somebody who you're romantically involved in, Mm -hmm. very unsupportive. Yeah. I definitely wouldn't put my partner, somebody I'm dating, in check in front of a bunch of people. He's just in this managerial position. He hasn't been in it that long. He's learning the ropes of it. And she basically just said, here's what you did wrong, blah, 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 blah. 
in front of everybody and then said, okay, it's done. Now let's drink. And it's just like, no, you don't get to sit there and castigate me in front of my peers and actually some of my subordinates. And then let's all lighten up and be cheerful. That's not how people with emotions work. You mean real people? Yeah. (laughs) Well, I'm not the most emotional person, but I know that my brusqueness can be off-putting. So I've worked on it. Obviously, I'm much older than her and I've had time, but it's a skill she's going to have to learn. And from... I don't know if you watch Watch What Happens Live last night. Nope. From what I saw on there, she is seeing areas that she needs to improve on. Good for her. (laughs) And I think this is a good format for that. This is a great self-analysis format when you can go back and look at yourself out of body and be like, oh, crap, that was awful of me. And she did that. So that's good. So maybe it's a growth experience. I like her. I don't dislike her. I'm not comfortable with her delivery. And I think like you said, she needs to pick her battles because you can't whine about everything. Right. I understand her gripes with the interior team. Mm -hmm. That I believe is totally justified. Yeah. I feel like the way that she's playing this thing with Storm, I have very well lost my patience with. Yeah. She's made herself a de facto captain over every department, like that she can do it better than all the leads. And it's frustrating. It's annoying to watch. It's almost the female Jason where she sees what she thinks would be an effective method. It's not been implemented, but she sees how it would work in her mind. And that's what Storm should do. And when he doesn't do exactly what she says, then she gets upset. Yeah. It's just silly. Anybody can Monday morning quarterback. Yeah. That's why it's a phrase. Right. Well, and we see in this tip meeting that Sandy says, hey, thanks, Jason. Appreciate all your hard work. Maybe all he needed was a little bit of positive affirmation. Who knows? Mm -hmm. In order to kick him into gear for a little bit. But then Sandy says, you know, we see the call to Norma and Norma's got somebody ready to go. So I genuinely have not invested enough emotional aptitude into this season to try to figure out who it is, to be honest with you. Yeah. I don't know that it's going to be somebody we know. Usually when it's somebody familiar to us, we hear rumors. Mm-hmm. and we haven't heard anything. So it could just be a wild card like Delaney was last year. You know what I mean? True. Somebody who we've never met before. Possible. Yep. We'll see what happens. The way they talked about it, it's a guy, and he doesn't have enough experience to come in as lead. So mm. all the guys that come to mind for me that have been on would have that experience. You know what I mean? Right. The ones that we would want to see again. Right. Anyway. True. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Other than that, we just have to wait until next week to see who it is who's coming. And yeah, we got another to be continued. So mm-hmm. no information. It's perpetual to be continued. Cheryl, our friend on Twitter was laughing because I tweeted, I feel like we're going from cliffhanger to cliffhanger, like being on the jungle gym at recess in grade school. <laughs> and she just <laughs> laughed at the thought of them being cliffhangers because nothing happens. And our friend Bob B, he said the same thing. <laughs> nothing happened. So and another speaking of another super fan, I heard from Will. He's been busy lately with his book. But I heard from him and he has a new word that I can't say. He made up a little neologism, but instead of calling them production, he calls them the swear word that rhymes with duck. Excellent. (laughs) 
I love this for us. It just made me laugh. So yeah, he thinks they've got their hands in this a little too much. And everybody I've talked to is a little bored with the season. So hopefully the new person will bring new energy and something different to enjoy. We can only hope. Yep. We can only hope. Unless it's Rocky. Oh, good gosh. Why did you have to go there? (laughs) Or Riley. (laughs) Yeah. I like Riley, though. She makes me laugh. She's at least funny. Rocky's just wackadoodle. Riley is just fiery. You know when an ordinance is going to explode. She's like a bomb on a timer. You can see the countdown with her. Rocky's like a buried landmine. You don't know where you're going to step, so yeah all right well thank you everybody for listening adrian stay safe by the time this comes out hopefully you'll be safe and sound and it will all be a distant memory and i'll be back to live tweeting hopefully (laughs) all right so we will catch you all next time thanks everybody bye bye special thanks to our friends who helped us create gangplank report down below music and lyrics by angel tweeter frail and terry abbott performed by laura lyle florida Production assistance by Michael Castaneda. Super fan intro by Blind Lawrence. Cast off me, hearties.